Oh, I've I did it again. <laughs> We've got the sound. Six weeks in a row I did that. Uh, I'll get it Consistency. one day. Yeah, I'll get it one I'm consistently screwing it up, so that's, that's all that matters. Uh, good evening and welcome to another West UK Weekly, folks. Thank you for joining me again this week. Uh, this week I have Zainab Sharma with me and Tranjo Nurani uh, joining me. And that's something like that. I know that's what I always wanted to change my surname. I know, right? Sharma's yeah. um, a good name. <laughs> Susan. Happy days. <coughs> sound can you hear me now is there all the sound working nice and clearly hopefully you can hear what i'm saying just give us a yay or an a i know she says oh facepalm yeah don't <laughs> worry next week it's all sign language no sound at all i'm gonna throw, <laughs> throw the microphone in the dustbin uh just go to a sign language show yes she can hear fantastic who's the others that are watching the show join in say hi tell us who you are um so this week we are talking about imposter syndrome um, and in all seriousness, joining me, we've got Zainat Narani, um, who has more letters after her name than I care to mention. <laughs> um, Chandra Sharma, who is a, how can I best put it, probably the world's most hardest working FSB advocate of small businesses oh, and just it. about anything else that small businesses yep. want to fight for. Mm -hmm. um, if you need someone in your corner at the boxing match, uh, in, business, in terms of business, he's the man to have in your ring, in Definitely. your corner. Uh, Definitely. Not in Absolutely. your ring. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you don't want him in your ring. Trust me. Trust me. Oops. <laughs> Let's just, can we rewind that and edit it later? Um, I wonder if Pete Brass is joining us this week. Is he back from a holiday yet? Come on, Pete. Be nice to see him along. Um, so, to get things started, then, um, like I say, we're talking about imposter syndrome. So, what I'd like to do is ask our guests first of all. Our guests? My guests? Your guests? Your guests. Your yeah, guest. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to ask them, first of all, what is imposter syndrome? Because if we can clarify what it is, then a lot more mm. people who are watching this might actually have something to relate to. Um, so I don't know which one of you wants to go first. Alphabetical order is good. No. Go for it. Okay. Imposter syndrome, as the name <laughs> implies, uh, sometimes you feel like an imposter, i.e. you don't belong in a place. Mm. And sometimes it can be people who are normally outgoing, uh, normally friendly, and then suddenly feel themselves in a situation where they think, do I really belong here? And that's what the whole syndrome is. And it can go back many, many years. It doesn't just come overnight. Uh, it can uh, strike in different situations at different times. Mm. So it's about your own self-belief, believing in yourself, and that you're not what we class a fraud mm. so is this something that would come on all of a sudden or would you gradually start to have those thoughts over a, over a, an extended period of time you I think wake it's up a, one it's day thinking oh my god i'm rubbish no i think it's over an extended period of time and sometimes i think you can be in a situation uh, and all of a sudden you think i actually don't belong here yeah can it literally be a certain say like for example a a certain business situation yeah where you feel like everyone around you you feel out of place yeah is that the sort of thing that might could uh, i mean i can i give you a, a prime example of that um i used to have an it company and you'll recognize this um gateway computers many years oh, ago yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great. oh yeah, yeah and uh in ireland great for holding doors open <laughs> <laughs> yeah in ireland and um <laughs> i was uh pitching to them and we were doing product managers for gateway computers mm. And I went into the room. Normally, you'd have just one person interviewing you. Mm. Four people, techies, all there wow. interviewing me. And uh, I thought, my God, do I really belong here? Yeah. I'm trying to get um, <laughs> you know, product managers here. 
we knew we had a really good product. We knew we could source the candidates, but with people who were at a different level of intellect of what I felt, you know, they were techies. I was non-techie. Well, this is the wrong situation. I'm, I don't belong here. But I did belong there because at the end of the day, I was there to provide a solution to them. Mm. And that was one of the times when imposter syndrome struck me. Cool. Um, so you started out feeling a little bit out of your depth, maybe? Yeah, very much out of the depth, yeah. Did you then very quickly realise, well, actually, I'm not out of my depth. I'm bringing something different to the table. Very much so, yes. Mm. Cool. And I think uh, some of that is, is a mindset sort of change. Um, I've been in recruitment before, and um, one of the things that's a tough industry to work in, right? Very, very tough industry. Mm, it's um, yeah, picking up the phone, talking to people. Unless you position yourself at the same level as the other person, and you don't feel as though you're doing them a favour, you're actually um, doing them a service. Mm. Yeah. Then um, you know, imposter syndrome can strike. Mm. <coughs> Apologies for the coughing continuously. It, it might shift by the end of the year. If not, I'll just uh -huh. give it to everybody else and we'll all catch it. <coughs> uh, yeah, yes. catching. We'll, catching. Have G, we'll have a GP on next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, Zainab, tell us what your... Because um, I know some people might have different opinions about what imposter syndrome mm -hmm. is and, or, and, and how it sort of starts and comes about. Um, so, if you're watching this on the live chat as well, by the way, tell us your story. Have you ever mm -hmm. had this? Have you, has it ever affected you? Or has it ever affected anyone you know? And if you are watching on the live chat, where the heck is my phone gone? <laughs> Last week it wouldn't stop ringing, now I can't find it. If you're watching this on your phone, turn your phone that way and you can see the comments as well and you can type the live chat. If you're watching that way, you won't see any of the comments in live chat. Um, so Zainat, tell us a bit about what your opinion of, um, not opinion as such, but um, in your sort of professional opinion, mm. you're quite, you're, um, you've got quite a few qualifications of, you know, you're qualified to deal and talk about this. Yeah, so, so I uh, well, with the whole NLP and neurolinguistic side uh, of it, which is to do, again, with what uh, Chandra was saying, is the mindset. Yeah. Um, and imposter syndrome is very much, um, you know, if I, research actually shows that 70% of people have imposter syndrome. Um, but they might not know it or accept the fact that they yeah. have that. Right. Um, like um, we were saying earlier on, that it could, you, it's normally a pattern and right. it's something that's happened in the past that you, it's kind of been embedded and then a situation or an environment creates that. So when we talk about businesses or new entrepreneurs that come out, mm. like for example, myself, when I first started my business, the very first networking event I went to was in Mayfair. Crikey. Yeah. So I Surrounded walked in. Surrounded suits and, and suits. Yeah. ties and cuff Absolutely. And, and then I have a height <coughs> issue because I've got this kind of... No. Yeah, believe it or not. Her feet don't reach the floor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> don't put the camera down there. So I deliberately gave her a really big chair. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got swinging legs. <coughs> <coughs> but, but, yeah. When you say a lot of people might not realise that they have this, uh, what sort of things come about to the point where you think they might realise that they have it? How do they sort of get to that realisation of, oh, actually, you know what? This isn't right about what I'm thinking. Um, so it could be that suddenly they have they realise that they're not meeting their targets or they're not getting the business that yeah. they want. They're thinking, hang on a minute, what's holding me back? What's stopping me? Mm. So something just clicks. Right. Um, other people, they know it, but it's just you have to learn to know it within yourself and your mind that you actually want to change. Yeah. Unless somebody recognises mm. and then takes the step to change, you're always going to have that. 
gotcha. that fear. So it's fear-based as well. A lot of it's fear-based. So you've mm. got to tackle the fear. So you've got to go back to the past and see when it happened, why it happened. And there's mm. lots of NLP techniques that can help you with that. Nice. It's interesting you say that about the past <coughs> because it could go right to childhood. It can, You yeah. may have been just told off for doing something mm. that um, you shouldn't have been doing or you should have been doing. You get told off and that's it. So it could even start from growing up and how you're raised. And Very much yeah. so, yeah. So, I know a lot, of the, um, a lot of the kids that I teach, Yeah. Um, some of them probably, from what they've told me, um, they don't get spoken to too well at home. No. Yeah. You know, no matter what they do and how well they do it, it's yeah. never enough and never good enough. Yeah. And I've seen some of the behaviours that can develop from that and they're quite negative behaviours as well. Yeah, and that uh, phrase there, not good enough, that's mm. what imposter syndrome is. Yeah. It's all about not feeling good enough. And, you know, people are good at what they do. You know, everyone within their industry is an expert within that field. That's why you go into the field there. Mm. But um, sometimes out of um, your comfort zone, you can feel that you're not worthy, you're not good enough. And all these negative energy, negative fields um, come into play. Mm. It's so much about the language that, you know, people use around you. So again, stemming from family, yeah. if they're using that negative word, they may not even realise. Um, and we're saying, oh, you can do better, you can do better. But what about the praise? So they're yeah. saying people point out the negative before they point out the positive yeah. and it's now retraining to try and say hang on a minute you're doing great in this have you thought about mm. so they, they basically end up getting a shit sandwich with no good filling in the middle absolutely but and like i say some of the some of the kids i've seen um that do have to put up with this they are some exceptional young adults yeah who are doing things that at their age i would never have dreamed of being able to yeah. do yeah, and they are well decorated, and they're very high achievers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yet when you talk to them about you know what's things like at home and that, they'll they'll sort of tell you that well you know it doesn't matter how hard I try, it's never enough. Yeah, um, and it's it's a shame. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of high achievers. You mentioning that mm. a lot of high achievers, high flyers do suffer from imposter syndrome, mm. um, and a lot of times they may not look it because they've you know they've got this confidence, they're loud, they're bubbly, but mm. inside. They're just crumbling away. Anyway, you're talking about me there, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, um, Susan Wright's saying something here that, yeah, um, you know, she knows that she's um, good at what she does, and many people do. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it is about yeah. having that confidence yeah. in your ability to say, hang on a minute, I'm, I'm worth this, and I'm, I've got the value to kind of push through. So yeah, I almost can't believe that Susan says that she, occasionally she doubts her abilities. I've seen what yeah. she does firsthand. Yeah. No. And some of the stuff that Susan does just makes my head just, mm. no thanks, <laughs> Can't do, wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's no way I could even start to do half the stuff that Susan does. And she does it with such exceptional um, what's the, efficiency. She does, it, very efficient. It's like a well-oiled yeah. machine. Yeah. Like, yeah. How are you doing that? How is that yeah. even happening? Yeah. I couldn't even do one page of what she does in a week. And yeah. she's like, yeah, she's just turning it out. No, yeah. no problem. No problem. Yeah. Um, so her, her expertise is certainly, even if, even if Susan, if you, even if you don't think you're, or if you have doubt your ability sometimes, I've seen what you do. And um, yeah, no thanks. I'm glad you do it. <laughs> so I would imagine all of us are here, all three of us, uh, at some stage or even now, suffer from that syndrome. Mm. It, yeah, and it is yeah, a syndrome. I've had, I've um, had it a few years ago, yeah. uh, to quite some extent. Yeah. Um, one of the things I would like to ask as well, though, oh, shucks, I'm blushing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so you should. 
Jennifer says, uh, I recognised imposter syndrome when I started working for myself. I'm glad people are open about this and talk about how to deal with the problem. Indeed, it is. It's like it's almost like a taboo subject, like men's men's health. Yeah. You know, men are not meant so, yeah. to be seen to yeah. be. Oh, yeah, I'm worried about my mental health and yeah. talking about problems. Yeah. Um, it is something that um, it should be talked about because it does exist, and it's yeah. it's it's not a modern thing. It's just we've now found a way to talk about it that people understand. Yeah. So it's not something that's just come. But how would you say um, imposter syndrome differs from? So if you're let's say you're running a business and it's not going mm. well. Yeah. How would you recognise if you had imposter syndrome or if you were just really bad at marketing yourself? Because for me, a couple of years ago, say about two, three years ago, we were having a situation where um, customers were leaving and we were trying to work out what to do. And we almost, I, me and when I was talking to some of the other guys, I, I didn't want to sort of talk to them about it too much because I felt like, well, actually what we're doing isn't good enough. It's rubbish, yeah. it's crap. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's just a... Why are we doing yeah, this? Yeah. And for me, I got a very good friend of mine called Barbara. If you ever watch this, Barbara, hi, by the way, and thank you. Um, I sat down and had a wonderful discussion with this marketing expert, a friend of mine called Barbara. And we sat and had a chat about how things were going and what I was doing and what we were, what we were doing and how we were marketing ourselves. And what it boiled down to essentially is how we were marketing ourselves was really dreadful. Yeah. So... For those people who, and um, I apologise for springing this on you because I didn't tell you about this in advance. Um, there's nothing like a secret question, is there? I love that. Yes. Um, <laughs> put us on the spot. How would somebody who might be thinking that, hang on, I've got imposter syndrome, I'm not good enough for what I'm doing. How would they differentiate that, do you reckon, from actually, you know what, I'm really good at what I'm doing, I'm just marketing it really badly. How do you think they might be able to differentiate the two so they don't get confused? Because you wouldn't want to sink into a state of, imposter syndrome if actually it was just you are good at what you do you just terrible mm. marketing uh, i think um training and courses can help you with that uh, marketing imposter syndrome is something which is deep, deep inside mm. so people who are cold calling for example i mean i hate cold calling which is why i do networking Absolutely. Gareth just joined us hi gareth hi gareth great to have hi. you on. <laughs> gareth will never suffer from imposter syndrome no not as long as he keeps doing what he's doing now Gareth, yeah. brilliant, he's superb, awesome. really is. Um, Keep it up. From last week. Yeah. But the phone rings now with abuse. It's Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> but it is something that's inbred. It's there a long time, so it's mm. not something that be, can be cured that easily. Mm. Uh, it takes a lot of confidence building, a lot of self belief, and also a lot about loving yourself, about who you are. Mm. I am good. You've got to have these positive statements. Yeah. You? Yeah. Uh, a mantra, I guess, is uh, that I am good. I can do this. Mm. A lot of the time we're told as kids, you're not good. Mm. You're not good enough. You haven't mm. achieved. Mm. Um, particularly in the Indian culture. When, oh, God, you want to see... Uh, <laughs> we could be well, well, yeah, it's the Asian culture. Indian, the Asian Chinese culture. as well. And... Oh, if he starts, we'll be here till midnight. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because my uh, daughter, uh, uh, she uh, schooled in India. And her first report at the age of two on art, she got bad. That was it. You're talking about yeah. you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you. You have to come in and say hi now, right? Yeah. Come join us. Sing in the wings. I'll, I'll put my hands. Come and say hi. <laughs> there you go. And her first school report was bad. Now, oh dear. that would have had such a negative effect mm. on her growing up. Um, and it, that's deep-rooted. Yeah. Because then you think, well, if this isn't good, then the, the alternative is it's bad. 
and then you start thinking that way. Especially if you've tried your hardest. Yeah, you've, you've tried, tried your hardest. Sorry. Nowadays, no one can say anything uh, bad in reports. Yeah, <laughs> it's very difficult word. to interpret school reports yeah. nowadays. Mm. Everyone gets surprised these days. Yeah, right? and you have to read between the lines. <coughs> so you never know whether you're good, you're bad, or whatever, because you're not, not allowed to say that. Yeah. But training can help in um, uh, a lot of um, areas mm. in terms of marketing and social media and all the rest of it there. Whereas imposter syndrome, it takes a lot of work to try and overcome Yeah, that. they even train us now in the Air Cadets when we're, when we're because um, I do a lot of, I'm now starting this year to do the um, teaching cadets how to instruct. Right. And how to teach other cadets. Yeah. And now they've even moved on to, well, you don't just, it's not a shit sandwich anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, here's all the good stuff and here's some points to note. Yeah. Yes. And that's all you're allowed to say yeah. now. It's just yeah. Because yeah. otherwise you're seen as creating this negative image yeah. in their head. Yeah. Um, and I think it's good. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that actually they've given me some tools to use so that I can go back to a, a cadet who's teaching someone and say, points to note, don't do that, don't do that, because yeah. here's what happens. Yeah. Uh, rather than go, well, that was great, but this bit yeah. of rubbish. Yeah. Because, you know, that was the old fashioned way yeah, of yeah. Yeah. teaching people years ago. Um, so it's quite nice that um, they give you a lot of um, instructional tools to yeah. use to yeah, teach the absolutely. kids with. Uh, I think also, sorry, I mean, in, in terms of networking, and we all have to do networking, is almost a necessary evil nowadays. To get more business, you have to go out there, either knock on doors. I would doors. say it's an evil, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a necessary evil, and mm. a lot of people feel very uncomfortable when it comes to networking. I know I still do, and my knees really? knock. And on the surface, you may look calm, but underneath your knees... Is that what not... that sound is at the FSB network <laughs> event? <laughs> That's my knees, knees banging together. <laughs> and so you then sometimes have to put yourself out of your comfort zone mm. to try and um, remedy that. Yeah. And networking is a great way of doing this because everyone else is feeling exactly the same as you. Mm. Yeah. You think you're the only one, but you see everyone else, they're feeling exactly mm. the same as you. And what I learned again is if you prepare for something... You're, you're going to be much better. Mm. If you come in, rushing in into a networking meeting, not prepared, thinking, what am I going to talk about? Your heart's going to start racing. You're going to start thinking, well, I don't actually belong here. I don't know what I'm going to say. Mm. I don't know how it's going to come across. Do you ever remember your first networking event you ever went to? Oh, yes, I do. Very, mm. very clearly, yes. Did yes, you prepare yes. for it? Um, I had no idea no. what to expect. <laughs> I had absolutely no idea what to expect. But now I prepare. It everything. is a bit of an unknown, isn't it? Yeah, the it's first time walking through. Yeah. And you're like, oh yeah. wow! Yeah, it's a lot of people here. Yeah, and particularly you see in networking, a lot of people suited and booted, mm. Mm. and you suddenly form an impression <laughs> of those people, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Think, oh, Paul McCartney, we're talking about you now, right? <laughs> <laughs> you see solicitors, you see accountants, you, mm. you put them on a pedestal, don't you? Well, yeah, when they turn up with all the, you know, the bling watches and the cufflinks, you mm. well, like that. <laughs> have I come to the wrong meeting? I just yeah. let them get my coat and I'm off. Yeah. yeah. And yet, if you're in the trades, uh, say like yourself, you're wearing your brand there. Yeah, I mean, you're that, climbing around on the desks and yeah. putting up cupboards yeah. and, and building stuff for people yeah. custom. You don't really want yeah. to wear a suit because I learned that on my first day of working in IT, one of corporate IT at National Car Parks. Yeah. First day, you turn up in a shirt and trousers and shoes, and the boss looks at you and went, who have you come dressed as? <laughs> you yeah. come dressed as my boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go and get changed. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you're not going to climb around under the tables yeah. wearing that. Yeah. But yeah, it can. How other people appear around you also can have a big impact, can't it? Huge impact. Um, <coughs> if you've got any questions as well for Chandra and um, Zainat, by the way, um, I, I know your name honestly. You do. I do. Yeah. I do. Uh, yeah. Networking your worker type. Yeah, absolutely. Go in your yeah. worker type. 
turn up as people would expect to see you day to day. Yeah. And it's about being your authentic self. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah. Being yourself is the most important thing. You know, we can't change our personality. I can't do that. No one will talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> you are who you are. Um, how you've been brought up is how you've been brought up. Uh, so you, you can't change that. But um, you can work on your own self-belief, on your own level of confidence. You can prepare for things like, as I said, preparing for a networking meeting. If you prepare for it, you'll come across pretty well. <laughs> Which relates to your work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because none of us are born actually <coughs> with any of these beliefs or no. fears when we actually come into this world. Really? No. I was. Really? Yeah. You're the first time. <laughs> terrified then. to be born. <laughs> I'm staying in here. I've seen where you guys are living. I don't want to come out. <laughs> but I tell you what, I mean, children are the best, aren't they? When yeah. you're born, when you're a baby, you learn Brutally to walk. You, yeah. you learn to walk. You keep falling down. You get back up again. And you don't give up, do you? Is he about to start singing that song? <laughs> <laughs> as uh, as you get older, you fall and you think, I'm, I'm not going to do that again. It's easier yeah. to stay down, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You just think, oh, not for me. Um, so and I, I can't ride a bike. <coughs> really? Revelation. I can't ride a bike and I can't see how you can balance on two wheels. I saw my um, brother falling off a bike. He hurt himself. I thought, why would I do that? I think well, we just found something he's got to achieve this year. <laughs> yeah. So you've all witnessed that, right? This year he's going to learn to ride a bike. It Why might, not? It might be an exercise bike at the gym, but that's fine. But at least he's riding it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can't yeah. fall off one of those, can you? You can't. No, no. Well, strapped in and everything well, you haven't seen me in the gym, have you? <laughs> oh, we well, saw you, you come in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I can fall off an exercise bike, me. Uh, one of my seminars today was on public speaking. Oh, awesome. How did it uh, go? Yeah, was you giving the, the seminar or was you taking part in it? Um, and, and how did that get? How did that go for you? Uh, I can imagine that being quite a sort of um, intimidating place to be. Yeah. Um, so, with with this whole um, imposter syndrome being, as we've differentiated it from sort of you know just bad marketing and bad PR, you're not rubbish at what you do. Or, or if you are suffering imposter syndrome, it's it's not because of something that's happened recently. It's because of some long, yeah. deep rooted long. Uh, syndrome. Yeah. How can that, how, talk us through some of the ways, if you can, maybe from experience, uh, how can it affect people's lives? What sort of impact can it have? Well, in my case, it's... Um, how has it affected anyone else's lives if you're watching this? And if you're watching this later or listening to it on the podcast, um, drop onto YouTube and just drop us in some live, uh, some comments on the YouTube channel. Uh, so how is it, how, do, how can it affect people's lives? Stress, anxiety... Um, stops you from moving forward in the things you want to do in life um, from achieving you know achieving yeah. to your potential mm. um, and you know you can but um, that imposter syndrome will give Stop. you a little bit of a ceiling and you think well I can't go above that yeah. mm. you know even things like at work when um, people are afraid to ask for a pay rise mm. that's something um, why would you not ask for a pay rise? Um, you know, you, you're worth it. Um, but you're meant because... to do the thing with your hair when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> you're worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. L'Oreal. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Other brands Brand are available. Other, Other brands are available, available as well. <laughs> um, but um, you know, we're all afraid to, you know, challenge something, the status quo. Mm. So, well, I'm actually worth this much money, and I need the mm. pay rise. I deserve the pay rise. Do you think there's a lot of people out there who are earning a lot less than they probably should oh, yeah, just yeah, because yeah. they feel that if they were to ask for a pay rise that they could probably get shown the door yeah 
I would say I think so, so yes. Yeah. I think because certainly in un um, uncertain times when I guess redundancies and things are afoot, you think I'd better keep quiet, I'd better keep stumb, you know. <laughs> button down, button yeah. down the hatches and yeah, keep, keep working. Yeah, down the hatches. But, um, I mean, again, I, I was in um, recruitment uh, many years ago. We were headhunters. So the biggest challenge... Literally, for, right? Sorry? Literally. I, I used to hunt heads all the time, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, one of the things was um, we said to people, you know your worth, know mm. what your worth is. Um, if you've been in a company two or three years or so, you've built up a certain level of expertise and level of knowledge mm. and um, are they paying you the right money people will then apply for another job thinking well actually yeah i'll go for this job mm. and at that point when they um, got the job offer their company would then offer them a, a counter offer yeah only yeah. then do they see what, the, what they the, then the, see the, the worth of the person yeah. because the panic reaction yeah. so we then used to say well hang on they've just done this now giving you a counter offer what happened to all the other years, you know? Yeah. Should they now backdate this counteroffer to that? Mm. Quite often it is a knee-jerk reaction. Mm. And quite often we actually f uh, found people went for the counteroffer because safer to be in that situation with the same company of the people that you knew. But a few months down the Robert line... Rather than stepping into uncharted territory yeah, exactly. and starting again. A few months down the line, they, they were almost out of a job because, really? you know... Um, they realised that um, they were on the lookout. Ah. So knowing your worth is important. So I guess, yeah, if your boss thinks, well, hang on, he's looking around. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. better find a replacement yeah. for him and out yeah. you go. But knowing your worth is important and also, you know, not being afraid to, to challenge. It's quite um, a dangerous treading ground, isn't it? If you start looking around and you get offers and, well, I could stay because it's cosy and I know what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. Or I could go and, I mean, yeah. you're what, 19, 20? 18. 18. Um, would you say that... For anyone who can't see, this is Charlie's daughter. I'm not just I'm not just blindly talking to the wall here. So there you go. Hello, so, Jay. And this is quite good actually to have someone of your age um, in on this discussion. Yeah. But Jack, come on, fat man, move over. Uh, Are you talking to me? Snow, snow. <laughs> I'm being sandwiched. I'm talking to her. I'm being sandwiched here. That's one of those right. bad sandwiches. Come sit on that. Um, this is the biggest crowd that you've got. Oh yeah. Ever. Um, so would you feel in the workplace that if you actually thought you were really good at what you did and you were worth quite a lot of money, uh, would you be brave enough to ask for a pay rise? No. Why not? I don't know. Just, just, why should, why should I? I don't know. Excuse me. Being, my tummy's rumbling. <laughs> I'm being tested. Faulty microphone, send it back. There's a banana there. This is the, yeah. the weekly show banana, by the way. This is our show mascot now, the show banana. This is I, th I think um, that depends on age and experience yeah. as well. Yeah. So with Jay at the age of 18, you probably feel I'm not qualified enough mm. to do that. And there's plenty yeah. of other people who could have the mm. job. So Once you're brave enough. Yeah. You, no, still you, don't, yeah, you don't know enough about the workplace. You don't know enough about working nine to five at a place or mm. whatever it is that you do. You don't know enough yeah. about it. Not coming say, from a position of strength yeah, and knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of 18 compared to someone who's yeah. got X amount of years of knowledge. Yeah. I can't, you know. This is the great thing about employing same. 18 year olds. They know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they peanuts. They don't know what you're talking They don't know what they're doing. Um, but, but, um, but there are young people <coughs> that do suffer from imposter syndrome as well. I really? mean, university students, yes. Oh, you mean the outside time, the workplace? Outside the workplace right. as well. So it's not just um, people who are in businesses and working that mm. are students that suffer from it too mm. that they're not good enough and um, whether it's in sports they're playing in a team or 
that you know they're socializing with their friends there's mm. always that competition of that oh. um not fitting into the groups as well so it's, yeah, I didn't it's even massive think outside yeah. Of business. yeah. i think you you found that, that um, you've ever had yeah to university it was yeah. uh, been to university already yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm my sure first year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my first year She's now. A, a very, <laughs> very well-presented 35-year-old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, I think going to university is a massive jump from school and you're not prepared to be, you know, studying with people of all sorts of ages and mm. from all sorts of backgrounds and from all around the world. And, you know, you're a bit like, oh, my God. I'm just 18-year-old straight out of um six form yeah exactly (laughs) and do i belong here yeah 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 because you're kind of you know thrown in the deep end you do Mm. everything yourself and how do universities approach this in terms of telling you whether you're good enough or not do they they talk to you like parents would or do they talk to you like adults it's very yeah it's very limited it's very um it's very much like I don't really, it's, there's no really a connection outside of the lecture room, mm. almost, so, okay. you know. Um, but they don't, do they ever make you feel like you're, even no matter what you're doing, it's not good enough, or do they make, or are they quite fair about it? No, I think they can be, they can, like when you have assignments and stuff back, they can say, um, you've done this really well, uh, but maybe next time when you do it, think about this, yeah. or think about that, or it sounds you can quite in line your... with the way the RAF teach us to teach mm. Yeah, you can extend your points it's maybe by doing yeah. this. Or yeah. I think university's changed a lot since we were yeah. at university. Mm. So there's more focus on ensuring Yeah, in the that... 50s it was quite tough, right? They had universities back then? <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I think it all boils down to what you're saying, no mm. matter who you are, where you are, how old you are. There's that sense mm. of belonging, mm. which is what you said. Mm. You know, we all want to belong. Mm. We all want to be great. Mm. It's good to see that there is quite a shift in mindset now with how mm. youngsters get yeah. spoken to. Yeah. Yeah. And the awareness of actually, well, it's not everything's a shit sandwich full of shit. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's great or it's here's how you can do better. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because, you know, like I said, back when I was a cadet and did a lot of stuff in the military as a teenager, it was just literally a case of either it was great or here's 10 reasons yeah. why you're rubbish. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's how you were spoken to the whole time. Mm. Uh, and it was quite tough because it's mentally, you're like, well, what's the point of trying? Just yeah. 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 I mean, when I was in the educational sector, you know, you have the big offset that comes in all the time and, mm. you know, you get observed by your leadership. And when you get your feedback, it's always need to do this, 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 and this, and this, but what am I doing great? Yeah. So yeah. Therefore, that Here's you all things you need to do better. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. there's nothing that they've said which make, builds you up and think, mm. huh, to inspire you and motivate you that I am doing something right. But then um, holds you back. It they? does. You know, you, you start thinking that way. You think and start thinking, I'm not good enough. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Which then leads to all the so mental... much on the negative that you're then forgetting the things that yeah. you are doing. Yeah. Which then goes down yeah. the mental health route. You forget all the good stuff. Yeah. And... yeah. I think Jay should take the show here. I know, right? I'm she's thinking you should be clear off. Come on. <laughs> yeah. She's doing well by herself. Yeah. I, think found, I think we found a regular good guest for the show, actually. Excellent. Um, <laughs> you ever thought about career in media? Why not? <laughs> the world is your oyster, right? Yeah, start on YouTube first. Um, so, in terms of how people are spoken to these days, it's quite, it's quite refreshing to hear that um, modern teenagers these days are getting spoken to a lot better and there's a lot more awareness of, of mm. uh, how, it, how it affects people's lives and the sort of things. But if it, if it was left unchecked, for example, uh, if no one bothered to check up on the mental health of teenagers or, or anyone that, 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 that 
employs them. This, I have to do this a lot, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, what did he say? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what sort of thing, what sort of tunnel could it go down if it was left unchecked? Um, if there was no sort of checks and balances and no one bothered to address it or talk about it? Um, yeah, yeah mental health else. issues are big uh, nowadays. Um, uh, you know, more and more people are open and talking about mental health issues yeah. right up to the royal family and everything else. Mm. And that's what can happen. It's, it's bottling something up. If you bottle it up and sooner or later it's going to explode. Gonna happen, yeah. mm. So you have to tackle um, those sort of issues. You have to go back and see what it is. You have to have belief in yourself. You have to think that you are good enough mm. and do that mantra, I can do this, yeah. I am good enough, mm. I do belong here. Stand in front of the mirror for 10 minutes every day going, yeah. you're awesome. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And that works. You've mm. got to do it, but you've got to be consistent you in have all to be consistent. these things. It's not, it's not, mm. There's no magic wand for it. It does sound a bit cheesy, um, doesn't it? It does. Mm. Uh, I, mean, I, don't, I don't mean so. to sort of put a downer yeah. on it. Yeah. Uh, if someone said to me, stand in front of the mirror every day and tell yourself you're awesome for 10 minutes, I'd be like, what? I'm not doing that. I want you to go tomorrow morning. I want you to look in the mirror and say, I'm awesome. I'll come down in the morning and go, Oh my God, what happened? <laughs> so, uh, an example of that could be you know, you've had a really, really bad day at work, really bad day at work. Everything's gone wrong. You come home and um, your children come there and greet you, and you feel really happy again on top of the world again. Or your dog. What you've dog. done for your dad? Or your, <laughs> oh. or your dog comes in and starts wagging Hold the it. tail oh. and everything else. Oh. <laughs> While down it somewhere. <laughs> and um, you start then feeling, well, actually, I'm not that bad after all, yeah, yeah. really. Mm -hmm. exactly. You know, the work may have been bad during the day, or you may mm. not have got the, the, the deal that you wanted and everything else. Mm. But you come home and you're back to being either a dad, a parent, or a brother, or husband, or whatever it is. Mm. And you belong there, you belong in that family unit, and you start getting your self-confidence. Like a mushroom, you're the fun guy in the family, right? Yeah, <laughs> definitely the fun guy. But... See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, if you were to um, give someone some advice on how they could maybe rethink the things that they know and the things they believe in themselves, uh, to try and give them some ways to overcome and maybe not deal with but eradicate their way of thinking that's so negative what sort of ways could you give people to help them uh, overcome uh, dealing with or sort of thinking about mm. uh, turning the negative yeah there you go gareth mm -hmm. where why are you here i should be sitting at home watching this and gareth should be here uh, what sort of ways could we give people to turn those negatives into a positive I think Chandra said quite a lot on that, but, yeah. but by flip, we call it reframing. Reframing, yeah. Reframing yeah. the language if we're using NLP terms. Um, and so if you're saying, I can't do it, then you say, I can do it, mm. or I'm not good enough. I am good enough to yeah. do because. So it's really thinking about the language that you use and flipping that around. So reframing mm. is one of the tools that we use a lot. And yeah. you've mentioned that yeah, quite no, a fair bit. Yeah. Um, and you I think Susan's just saying uh, you don't park the bad day and ignore it. Mm. Uh, you don't, but yeah. um, it gives you a chance when you're at home and you start believing in yourself. You have a good night's sleep. Mm. You take a deep breath in. The next day is different. Yeah. You know, yeah. every day can be different. It's the same with um, you know when I did um, Telly Tales and things. It was recruitment, I guess. What you going to say, Telly Tubbies? Well. <laughs> don't say Telly Tubbies for God's sake. Um, you make um, a series of calls, and the the first or second bad uh, is a bad call. Then you think every well, call is going to be bad. To start with, yeah. you but you think every call is going to be bad, 
But actually, the next call could be the, the one that could seal the deal. But it's that change, that mindset again, mm. that um, because somebody's been bad to you, they may have had an off day. Yeah. You may have got caught them at the wrong time or whatever it is. doesn't mean the next call is going to be bad. Mm. You just, you know, pick yourself up. Take a deep breath. Breathing is Breathe. really, really good. Breathing. Breathing exercises. Yeah, when I'm you're feeling nervous. For, you know, everything. <laughs> for everything. Breathing is key to yeah. everything. Mm. Breathing, uh, taking a deep breath in, exhaling, and that just um, helps the heart rate and everything else as well. Mm. And, you know, you're back. Drinking water, again, is ideal. The frequent trips that yeah. make you forget all the bad no, stuff. Right? I <laughs> and I do that in networking meetings, um, you know, when you know it's going to be your turn. Yeah. You, your throat starts getting dry, your heart starts racing, and sip of water, mm. a deep breath in, and you'll be fine. Yeah, I remember yeah. my first networking event when, when I walked into the room, I was like, oh, wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> yeah. And then someone calls your name and you have to sort of stand up, yeah. like, okay, you want me to do what the last guy just did? Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. Fair <laughs> uh, but Susan yeah. says, yeah, you don't just, but don't you just park a bad day and ignore it? Yeah. Well, that's the, I, See, I, I think that's easier said than done. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's important to reflect. So the word there is reflection. So don't just park it. You may for the mm. moment, but always go back to it mm. when you're calmer and a, in a clearer situation, when you've done your breathing and reflect on it and see the perspective of it. And that way it will yeah. help you to move forward. Um, yeah. Another great way is journaling. Journaling. I can never say that word. Writing it down. Journaling. Journaling. Thank you. Is there a word? Is there a word? Journaling. Yeah, must be. Yeah, writing it down. There we go. That'll do. That'll do. They understand it. Writing it down. That's really good because then you can really see it becomes visual, which then leads to you being able to visualize things that have gone great in your life. So that's another sort of really good tool to use. Just think about when something good has happened to you, because guaranteed you've had a great experience somewhere along in your life yeah. mm. of the same situation put yourself back there and think yeah i've done it before why can't i do it now yeah yeah i think i think one of the one of the ways that helps you forget a bad day as well as like you said when you're writing stuff down is if you write a list of all the things you've done successfully mm, yeah. yeah and all the jobs even if it's work related or, or university if you write make a you know like a good and a bad list yeah. Like a set of awareness goes and say, right, here's all the things that I've actually completed and actually went properly and, and didn't I didn't screw up. Hmm. And then you write a list of all the things that you did screw up. If the yeah. screw up list is longer than the the, yeah. the success list, then obviously something's yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. But you're probably going to find in the most part, and I've done this before, uh, where I've had, you know, I've screwed stuff up mm. and some of the other guys have shouted at me, going, look, yeah. you know, stop screwing stuff up. You're making our life a nightmare. Mm. Um, and... I've, re I've made a list of all the things that, well, actually, you know what, that website went perfectly well. Mm. That one went perfectly well. That one's now in the top 10 for eight of their chosen keywords. This one's doing well. Mm. This traffic's up by five five times on this one. That one we screwed up. Okay, yeah. why did we screw that up? Okay, make a list of all the reasons why that got screwed up. Then write an apology to the customer based yeah. on that and go, well, actually, yeah. this isn't how we normally mm. do things. This is where so, I went wrong. Actually, now I can see mm. my way past that and go well yeah actually i'm not that bad it just i forgot to do I'm x on, over my job as a coach i forgot to do <laughs> i forgot to do x on that occasion because i'm an idiot yeah i'm not yeah. i'm not an imposter i'm just human yeah. forgot, we're human forgot yeah, something yeah. And, it, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it went wrong uh, but as long as you're willing to sort of put that down and go well actually yeah that's the bit i messed up on yeah uh, i can fix that yeah, yeah. I, I know and i understand what went wrong 
So I'm not an imposter, actually. I, I know how to fix that. I just forgot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's one way of approaching it. <clears throat> and one of the other ways that I deal with it, uh, or dealt with it, should we say, um, it is, like you say, it's a mindset. Mm. Um, other than the help that I had from my friend Barbara, it, for me, because it, it was causing a lot of anxiety, mm. and I could prove it, because at the time I, I got one of those Apple Watches when they mm. first came out, and all day, every day, your heart rate is racing, mm. and it's mm. constant. From the minute you mm. wake up to the minute you go to bed, mm. you can feel your heart rate like you've been for a run. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, why do I feel like I've been to the gym? Mm. I haven't been anywhere. Mm. But your heart rate's 120 all yeah. day long yeah. instead of 80. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it causes a lot of anxiety. It does. Yeah. Um, and that's a good way of knowing if you're suffering from anxiety, your heart rate will feel like you've just been for a run all day. Yeah. Yeah. It won't come down. Mm. Uh, and the only way to fix it, i found, is to change how you think. Yeah. Uh, so I tend to view this like a ladder. So if you view, you know, if, if you view that these are all the people who know less than you, these are all the people who know a little bit less than you. These are all the people that know the same as you. And these are all the people that know more than you. Mm. Uh, you want to surround yourself with the people that know more than you. But you also want to make sure that the people who know less than you, can you do anything to help them? Uh, don't think, I'm not as good as this guy. Yeah. Think, what can I do to make these guys better? What can I do to help these guys? And what can we do to get to where this guy's at? Yeah. Um, so yeah. you're not... You're not thinking, oh, I'm not as good as this guy up here. He's great and I'm rubbish. Because mm. there's always been, no matter where you are on that ladder, there will always be, always be people below yeah. you and above you, yeah. no matter what. Uh, so when, it's when you start learning to work collaboratively, yeah. which is one, one thing I've learned to do through networking and meeting yeah. people like Zena and Chandra and Robin, if you're watching, hit that like button. I see you haven't done it yet. Mm. Uh, <laughs> cheeky sod. Um, you know, Get yourself into a position where you can say, hey, look, you know what? You don't know as much as I do, but I'm sure there's stuff that you know that I don't. Yeah. yeah. So you can collaboratively put all your heads together and work together to bring yourself up to the level where actually this guy knows we're on the same page eventually. Uh, so it is about how you think about those that are not at the same level as you. And there will always be the Bill Gates that, you know, yeah. I'll never know as much as Bill Gates does. Yeah. Or, or any of the engineer tech engineers are. Apple, I will never know as much as they do. Um, and there will be people out there that I've met in the IT trade who don't know or do half as much of the stuff as I do. That will always be the case. Mm. Um, but I don't set out to destroy them. Yeah. I set out to think, how can me and that guy work together? He's good at doing X. Mm. He doesn't do all the things I do, but he does X. He does it really well. Yeah. So how can we do that together? I mean, it's teamwork. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, as a project manager in IT, your job is to bring the whole project within time and within money and mm. uh, all the rest of it there. But you then have a team of experts around there. Mm. Some will be good, some will not be good, mm. but your job is to bring yeah. them all to that same sort of level there. Um, bring the ones who are good to help the people who aren't as good and bring yeah. everyone together. Yeah, like or a senior manager in, in a company where you've got members of staff. Not everyone's going to be brilliant mm. in your team. Uh, there are going to be high performers, there are high achievers, there are going to be people who are not as high achieving, but they may have other skill sets yeah, there. Indeed. And your role as a manager is to bring all of those people together. Yeah. I mean, when I worked for National Car Parks, uh, we had this one guy on the IT help desk, and I won't say his name, uh, as much as I'd love to right now. <laughs> <laughs> is he watching? Yeah, he, he would hopefully never see this. Um, and what he knew about IT, you could write on your thumbnail. Yeah. 
It was ridiculous. I mean, how he got a job in the IT department, we will never know. And yet, every single one in the company, every person in the company loved him. Yeah. Because he could talk anyone out of any problem and any, no matter how angry they were, that he'd screwed something up. Yeah. He could make them say thank you for it. Yeah. I screwed up your computer. It's all exploded. Thank you very much. Yeah. And they would thank him for destroying their computer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His people skills were incredible. And yeah. you listen to him on the phone, he sounded like he had the perfect face for radio. Uh, and he had the voice for it as well. He, yeah. he was, you know, yeah. uh, no matter what he screwed up and what he got wrong, people were thanking him for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, how do you do that? You just destroyed someone's work. It yeah. took them six months and they're thanking yeah. you. Yeah. And yet you get, and, then, and that's where you sort of think, well, hold on a minute. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. But the guy probably still would have been angry at me anyway, yeah. no matter what I did. Uh, even if I'd have fixed it and left him to it, it's still been mm. annoyed. Um, so there's always people with, even if they're in your industry, there's always people with skills that can um, add to your industry no matter what. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've had this where customers have gone off to another company because they want to try something different. Yeah. Even when you show them that there's something different is actually worse. Yeah. They've gone and said, well, you know, I just want to try something different because that person has sort of, them around if you're paying. yeah um and we've had people come back sort of a year later going yeah that's something different didn't work mm. um but they've learned something in the process yeah. and we've learned yeah. something in the, and we get a lot out of it as well because we learn what others are doing yeah you know we'll never be as big as fast hosts or, mm. or one and one and one two three we'll never be as big as that yeah we don't want to be mm. um but we do we want to be different um it's all about learning isn't it from each other and yeah uh, so Jennifer says it helps you to overcome imposter syndrome, increases your logical understanding. That's collaboration, I think. Yeah, the logic of understanding is a big yeah. one because Extremely. the more you get involved with other people at, at all of those levels, no yeah. matter where they're at, yeah. the more you understand your own industry as well. Yeah. Um, because yeah, you can, it's easy to get isolated in your own industry and not yeah. have a clue what's going yeah. on. Yeah, you've got to take those horse blinds off. The blinkers, yeah. Or blinkers, that's it. Blinkers, yeah. blinds. I'm not blinkers. a horse racer, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't gamble on horses. Honest, I don't. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, just remove them and see what's around you. Yeah. And collaborate. And use it <coughs> to your strength rather than the weakness, mm. you know. Um, and it will take you forward. Mm. Help you overcome those yeah. fears. Absolutely. Um, so... Um, I hope that's been of some use and some some uh, help to any of you watching. Um, no one's asked any questions yet for our guests here. So I can only assume that once again, everyone is absolutely splendidly happy with everything that's, that's gone on and been said. We're all, ear, all, all ears, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, feel free to... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to say I've got big ears or what. Um, so Chandra, if you could give anyone any tips... So let's, let's break this down into some tips now that people can take away from this and say, right, okay, you know what? Here's some tips that you can actually put into action if you're ever feeling this way and what you could do about it. What would be your sort of top tips that you would give people? I think, again, is the uh, the, the self-belief, is that, that mantra. Not even dog tip. No, no, I'm not gambling for anyone else either. <laughs> even that the, the mantra of I am good, I can do this, that's important. I think mm -hmm. that positive mindset is important. I actually like uh, mixing with positive people. I don't do well with negative people. Why are you so, here then? <laughs> so if people are negative, that then takes the energy levels down. So mm -hmm. my whole way is 
working with positive people, people mm -hmm. who share the same sort of values mm. and the mindset. So yes, positive thinking is extremely important. I think that shows a lot as well in the work you do with the FSB. Yeah. And the uh, people that and you surround you, yourself with. You, you have to, I mean, I have to get some impossible deals out of people, um, certainly within the local authority level. Mm. Um, so the taser, isn't it the taser that does that? <laughs> <laughs> they don't allow me to have those, unfortunately. But they, they could come in quite useful. Um, but yeah, so that, that's important, that positive thinking, the positive approach, uh, the positive mental attitude, that's yeah. important. Mm. Breathing um, and slowing down, slowing down your pace. Mm. We always want to rush, when everything's rush, rush, rush. Do, go, oh, do you ever feel like this when you're at university, that everything goes at 100 miles an hour? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't definitely. even have time to sort of gather your thoughts. Because mm. yeah. my wife, she works at such a pace that sometimes I can't even make out what she's saying. Yeah. Mm. You can hear her on the phone some days and it's like, what did she just say? It just sounded mm. like a noise. Yeah. Yeah. Especially um, during things like lectures, you don't have time to check if a hundred people in the room understand what you're talking about. No. You know, you just, just right, you understood it, move it. on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What what did he say? Yeah. God. And then the obviously breathing, um, you know, slowing down your heart rate, I think that's important. Drinking water is extremely important. I read a quote once that uh, you know, the body's made of eighty percent water. So we're basically just stressed cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I was just a, a fantastic well. thing. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's quite funny. Yeah. So those are my... Um, Any uh, doctors watching, tips. if you can confirm, is it 70%, 80%? What's the percentage? <laughs> uh, um, and Nor Zena. 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 Oh, Nor Nor I, I completely... <laughs> you know, we're on the same wavelength in terms of imposter yeah. syndrome. Yeah. Um, you know, I echo everything. Shana said, you know, the key for me, honestly, is recognising that you need support or you want yeah. help. So that's the first step and think, hang on, this is not how I want to be mm. and where you want to be. And then changing that mindset with mm. all those tips. Uh, yeah. But keep assuring yourself and saying those positive things, the mm. mantras, the affirmations. That yeah. is key. And that's what I tell all my clients as well. Mm. Um, ask for help. Are there any top tips you could give someone on the single easiest way to recognise if they are having or suffering from imposter syndrome? Because it's all well and good saying, yeah, here's all the things to do about it if you feel like you've got it. Yeah. What about actually your single biggest top tip of going, actually, you know what? Here's how you recognise if you've got it or if you need to do something. I think there's various physical symptoms and one of them is that constant the, that the your heart goes, the anxiety, yeah. and you can't breathe. Mm. Every time you step into that same scenario, that is a key, that something's yeah. not right. So if yeah. you're going to, the, say, a networking event, and you every time you're walking in there, you start sweating, and your heart's going 100 miles per yeah. hour, then you know that you've got to do something about it because mm. it's stopping you from moving forward. That's For me, that's one of the keys. I think also if you get frustrated very easily at yeah. things, um, things not being done or... Other people not working at your level. Is that not just someone being a bad boss, though? Um, it, it's part of that, mm. but uh, it's your own self frustration. You mm. know, you're, you're frustrated about that. Mm. So if you get angry very quickly, um, you can't. Um, Is you he know. watching me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that that's an important time to start recognizing that as well. Yeah. So wouldn't and there could be deeper syndrome, issues as yeah, well. Wouldn't it make you feel like that all the time, not just at certain trigger points? What feeling angry? Yeah, or having anxiety attacks at certain at certain events because that 
from what you're saying, it sounds like, well, actually, how do you differentiate from stage fright? So if someone's going to a networking event and that's when they're feeling anxious, that, that they might they might turn around and go, well, actually, that's just me having to talk in front of 50 people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas imposter syndrome might make them feel like that all the time, right? It, it can be. I mean, stage fright is a form of imposter syndrome. Right. It's fear-based. I've never even yeah. thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's fear-based. So, yeah. you know, it could be that I'm not good enough to stand here on stage. Right. Or um, I haven't got my speech. When yeah. you were talking about yeah. being prepared. Yeah. Mm. So all of that. So there's always links to all of these things. Yeah. It's not just a fine cut. So it could be certain triggers. Yeah. And you know, when you look at people like uh, comedians and actors, and there are a lot of them do suffer from imposter mm. syndrome. Mm. You know, um, you well, go... A lot, of them do, a lot of them are very self-depreciating, aren't they, on stage? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they are. Um, you you do an audience, you work an audience, and the audience are... Um, you know, really happy and you know excited about what you're doing. You go back home and you think that wasn't good enough. That wasn't really good enough. Yeah, I could do better. And they do strive for higher. So a lot of them then end up, um, you know, Bring either taking drink, drugs, or whatever it yeah. is to to overcome that effect. Mm. Whether it's the adulation and then the reality when they get home. You know, people out on tour and concerts yeah, and well, things the thing like that. Based on that, you're the only person that knows. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're the only person who's got that, you know, kind of, I don't know, like even got that, um, like level for yourself. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's your expectation. That's mm. what you want to do. But no one else in the room no, knows. No. Yeah. According well, to them, you've done great. There's eighty thousand people in front yeah. of you. Yeah, you've done mm. great. You've done a great job. You've ticked all their boxes. Mm. Happy days. But you, yeah. you know, you haven't done this because you've missed yeah. up on that one word or yeah. that one. Yeah. Only you, you didn't know, say, you're right. Yeah. I said that after running yeah. um, a networking meeting, and the meetings may have gone really well, but then try and ask for people. How did that go? Was that okay? Mm. Good idea. That's like self. <laughs> yeah. You're just wanting that praise or that understanding. You, you, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 And maybe because you're a perfectionist or you want to do things right, and yeah. that, that can be wrong as well because you know yeah. you're setting yourself too high standards. Yeah. I think someone once said to me, I think um, pianists, they mm. only play their full piece right once in their whole lifetime. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. just one time, they'll get it spot on every single Better be the time they're on stage then, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but mm. no one else knows. No. Yeah. No. no one else knows that they have them. Most people right. wouldn't even recognise if they play it wrong anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's what they call interpret. That's why the word interpretation was invented, right? Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, True. It's not, it's not rubbish, it's just my interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Do you think imposter syndrome? So Rob Abrahams. Oh, welcome along, Rob. Um, give us a like. There's only two likes in this video so far. Six people. Six people watching. Keep liking away. I know, right? <laughs> Hit the like button. And spoil what you like. That's my Rob. Uh, your Rob. That's my Rob. Oh, okay. Hello, Rob. That's nice your to meet Rob. You. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> your okay. My Rob. Uh, do you think imposter syndrome is more commonplace now than ten years ago? No, I don't. More talked about. I just think it's think now it's more long. understood. Yeah. I think it's probably more understood. I think everything yeah. mental health yeah. now yeah. is the same as what it was years ago. Just it's now just, we understand yeah, it more. Because yeah. it's out there more and there's yeah. more social media about it, more talk about it. Yeah. Uh, or look at things like ADHD yeah. and, and all these other syndromes that they've, they've recognised. Yeah. So, you know, 20 years ago, you would just thought I was an idiot. Yeah. Mm. You know, your kid's an idiot. It doesn't can't sit still for 10 minutes. Now mm. they actually recognise yeah. that, well, they're exercising. There is actually a pattern of brain activity mm. that matches all the kids that have mm. got this. Yeah. Uh, and as technology gets better, I'm sure they'll, they'll figure out that, yeah, there is 
certain things that are similar in people that are suffering with it. And, um, yeah. I mean, you mentioned perfectionism <coughs> and, yeah. you know, a lot of people that suffer from imposter syndrome, hence um, I was, I am a perfectionist um, and I'm training my brain not to be, and I'm sure there's lots of people yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, but perfectionism doesn't really exist because you're always going to be striving for more perfect, more perfect. Mm. that makes sense yeah it's just and it's never going to get there rules that you're trying mm -hmm. to follow and for so yourself, isn't it? you know it's just like doing a video right the first time you did a video right oh, i my first remember video is still on youtube it sucks <laughs> so is mine right? the first time i did that do you know how many takes of it i did <laughs> i did over 20 takes Changed before i put 10 it times in the camera. oh my goodness <laughs> and it's because it's never good enough no. you know i haven't got it right i'm not perfect i'm not like x y and z so we need to stop comparing ourselves to other people as well. And that is key. It was interesting that the video king, Piyush Patel, was the one who said, look, just come out of your comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. Just do it. You are what you are. Yeah. You know? can go wrong. And yeah. if yeah. things go wrong, they There's go wrong. There's a lot that can go wrong, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Not everybody's going to like you. You see yeah. those knock-off yeah. cheap cameras, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what's, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even now, yeah. thanks to Piyush and um, Nicola, yeah, the wonderful yeah. Um, Nicola um, is, you know, I, I thought of this as in a way of like, you know what, even if I get a hater, yeah. a hater mm -hmm. is still someone who's watching. Yeah. Great. Bring it on. Yeah. Uh, if they want to troll, then it's more audience interaction for yeah. me and YouTube goes ka-ching. Yeah. So yeah, the more you, if you want to hate and troll, great, because YouTube says that's interaction. I get paid for that, mm -hmm. hopefully one day. One thing um, I would say with all of that is that, you know what, the only thing... You can't control what's out there. So think about the things no. that you can control and, what, and don't worry about things that you have We've no control over. I've got a baseball bat that says you can. What, that you can control? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got other people's name on it. <laughs> <laughs> and DNA, apparently. But, um, but yeah, you can't control what other people do no. and say. Um, and like I was, I was having a discussion on, on a, um, a Facebook business group yesterday. And some, I, I posted a comment to say, hey, look, instead of sending private messages to people, someone's asked you a question and, and they've said they'll send you the information by private message. No, yeah. Can you share it publicly so we can all learn something? And someone jumped on that and started insulting me. Yeah. And a very nice lady jumped in and she said, hey, look, don't have a go at him. He's just trying to say, keep the information out in the public where we can all learn. Mm. And I just simply said, and this is how I think of it now. It's a case of, you know what? Your comments say more about you than they say about me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Your yeah. negative crap mm -hmm. says more about you than it does about me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people will see that and know it mm -hmm. because people are smarter now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You've got university and stuff, right? <laughs> um, so people these days, they recognize that. They go, well, this guy's being a moron. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the guy's just trying to make sure everyone gets some help. Yeah. And this yeah. guy's jumping on being a complete yeah. and utter douchebag. Mm. Um, so that's the I'll think of it now. If you want to, if you want to hear it on me, great. It says more about you than it says on me. Yeah, absolutely. Ten yeah. years ago, I would have gone, "You're coming as a fight." But now it's just like, it's, it's, "Go away! You're you're an idiot." Um, or ten years ago, you would have really thought about what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. well, it affected you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put it that way. That's a much better way. Of <laughs> you see, they're smarter now. They're smarter. Water of a duck's back. I know, right? Um, you haven't seen me swim, have you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so no questions have come in. Um, so. I can only assume that everyone is um, hopefully enjoyed tonight's show and I don't want to keep our wonderful guests for too long because I'm sure it's getting past their bedtime now. Um, <laughs> especially you, young lady. Yes. <laughs> um, busy day of university and school and work and stuff, right? <laughs> Good stuff. Um, so I can't thank you all enough for joining us tonight. There's six of you watching. 
some of you need to hit that like button. And well, I know you are. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, we'll send these two round to get you if you don't. <laughs> uh, so thank you all for joining us. It's been wonderful having you. And next week is a uh, I almost said April. It's not. Yeah. Next yeah. week is March. Yeah. March. We're going to be talking about money. Uh, we're going to spend the whole month talking. I know, right? Coaching time. Makes the world go round. <coughs> the world go round. So we're going to be talking about <laughs> how you get paid, where you get paid, uh, how you pay others, and, and what you do with your money. Paul McCartney's coming on next month. Oh, is it? Yeah, he's agreed to come on and um, talk about some really, a really interesting subject about money, actually. Yeah. And how you set your pricing for profit. Yeah, because that's something that Very a lot of businesses important. get wrong. Yeah. They yeah. price themselves at the bottom of the barrel and yeah. they screw up, and then they're yeah. oh, working really hard but not making yeah. money. Yeah, they're not pricing to their value no. and their no. worth. No, um, so that links nicely in with actually pricing what you're worth, like you say. Mm -hmm. um, so do join us next Wednesday, uh, where we will be talking about money, and I hopefully we'll see you all at eight o'clock next Wednesday. Four of you owe me four likes. <laughs> I'm watching. Um, so thank you very much to Zaina for coming in. Thank you. A huge thank you to um, 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 this geezer. <laughs> thank you. Chandra is his name. My actually. pleasure. Yeah. And a wonderful thank you as well for his extra guest that was a bonus guest this week. <laughs> uh, you're welcome to come back anytime and talk about education yes. and, and stuff like that. That'd be, that'd be that would be awesome. Or the, or even um, employment for people who are just starting yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, the people who are out there who are trying to start a start mm -hmm. start a business yeah. probably of your age and yeah. actually probably haven't got you know yeah. the foggiest of what to do. Um, so thank you all for joining us. Say goodbye, thank Chandra. You. Goodbye. No, no, say goodbye, Chandra. Goodbye, Chandra. There you, go. <laughs> you haven't watched any of the last shows, have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. No, I say goodbye, Zena. <laughs> goodbye, Zena. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> yes, yeah, perfect. And yeah, and have a wonderful week, and see you all again next week. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Good night, guys. Good night. Bye.